from the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, well, very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone, and this would be OneRadioNetwork.com. We're happy to say our little uh, audio stream player thing is now back up and at them. And when we're not doing a live show, we have some all new updated archive shows that you'll hear things, uh, interviews and shows that we did in the last six months whenever the uh, live stream is not going like it is this morning on Friday the 7th of October 2022 and on Fridays and other days we talk about our kind of focus and our brand name which is It Takes a Long Time to Get Young and it's a good one and the title of a book in progress, which has been <laughs> progressing for five years now. I just keep getting more information, so I don't know where to stop. And also, our third screenplay is entitled It Takes a Long Time to Get Young. It's a good one. It's a great story. And uh, the reason it's a good title is because everything that goes on with our body here on the earth plane and, and involved with our emotions and our mind and who we are as soul has to do with the aging process. So that's, that's really the culmination of everything. Um, 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 so if you add up all the diseases and aches and pains and, and stresses and, and everything like that, and then belief systems and age and time, then that's why the body ages. Other than that, it, it's not gonna age, really. It's just gonna hang out and who knows how long we were kinda wired in to live. Well, I mean, I don't, People say things like, well, the Bible says 140. Well, I, I know, personally know, some spiritual masters who've had their body uh, for 600 years. So, um, I mean, the big picture, there's no limit to how long you can keep your body if that's your karma and if that's what you want to do. And it's, 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 a, it's a big deal and you, you can learn how to do it. It just depends on your spiritual uh, awareness and what you want to do and and what your deal is with God and that's between you and Big G and uh, I don't get involved and that's way above my peg right about what your relationship is with God. We have a lot to talk about this morning and uh, you can join us and uh, on any level that you care to and you don't have to speak about what the current kind of um, stream of consciousness is because I just, I don't plan these things. I got a few notes, but um, uh, I think you'll find it interesting. I kind of dig in and uh, um, take no prisoners, so to speak, uh, for myself. And uh, my, my spiritual masters have me on a short leash just because I want to. Uh, I could bail out at any time and say, no, no, I'm done. Stop, stop. But I'm not going to do that. I just constantly say to my teachers, spiritual masters that I work with is bring it on, let's get to it, let's figure it out, let's see what the truth is about everything and um, and see if I can help out, uh, help you guys out and girls out this lifetime. And, and so that's the way I approach it. Because of that, I've just been able to experience, um, whoops, oh, so I just uh, can't hear on the video, but we did on the audio, so okay. Okay, sorry. So those of you on the video, uh, have you been uh, um, lip, 
lip reading for the last um, three minutes, four minutes. Sorry. Man, I just had uh, one of those little buttons I didn't, didn't press. Well, I won't repeat it all because those on audio are going to say, I just heard that. But um, here we are. It is the 7th of, uh, of October, uh, 2022. The title of the show is It Takes a Long Time to Get Young. And I was telling our audio people that that's a good title because it kind of encompasses everything uh, that we do here on Fridays and other days when we're just you and I because um, everything that we think and believe and, you know, and our state of consciousness controls all of the diseases and it also controls the uh, age, our age, our, our, how we age, why we age, and how long we age. I was just saying, too, um, uh, that, um, you know, there's biblical people and say that we should be able to live in 140 and... Uh, uh, I know for sure of, of people that I work with, souls that I work with that um, have had their body, uh, one fellow, one man, uh, a thousand years, other one, 600 years. So I, I truly believe that big picture, you know, this is big, big picture stuff that you can keep your body as long as you want. And if that's not something you want to do or look into or talk to God about, and you can do it if you want and you work at it and you, you, are focused, and uh, you have the right teachers, you can do it, and uh, it's a whole other story. But So that tells you that if there are souls who have kept their body uh, for 600 years, and uh, then you and I could keep them if we just want to go, uh, uh, you know, not get too crazy, keep it for 120 or 140 without, without any issues. Um, I don't think there's a problem doing that. I don't see any reason. There's just no evidence that the body just ages just because. It just doesn't. It just doesn't. Period. No. The body doesn't have an age to it. Um, there's, you know, there's all this stuff about genetics and, and uh, you know, when you reach this age that you're going to lose testosterone and, and then you can't, uh, you know, you can't procreate any longer because you'll run out of sperm and, and you'll have erectile dysfunction when you're, whatever. They just make this stuff up, folks. They just make it up. There's no reason to believe that any of it is true. Any of it. Any of it. It's just not. The only reason we age is, well, you know, I mean, look at me, I have wear and tear on my body because I, you know, had about 60 years of, uh, of, you know, getting stressed out about things. Well, not 60, but you know, probably 50, uh, getting stressed out about things just like you, and we get wear and tear on the body, but it'll it'll smooth out and actually uh, have less wear and tear. And once you really get it, that you don't have to age, then you don't have to, and then, and then you just go from there, and I think it'll actually go back the other way. I think it matches our state of consciousness, so um, you let go of all the ideas about aging and cancer and all this stuff, then... Uh, the body's just not going to do anything but uh, but uh, stay there and hang out with you for as long as you want to hang out. Um, so, but what I wanted to lead with this morning, not that, uh, again, sorry for having you lip read for the first three minutes on video. We're back up on audio, and so uh, you're going to have a chance to uh, listen to a lot of cool shows when we're not on live, like we are right now. 
So you can uh, use the play button, and we have, uh, I think we have about six months worth of archive shows, the last six months, some new ones. So you can hear all kinds of cool people that just take a shot. It's just like rolling the dice when you click on the play button. You're liable to hear all kinds of different fun things. Um, so that's kind of fun. And they all just kind of rotate at random, so there's no rhyme or reason to them. Not at all. So one thing I thought about first thing this morning that we could lead with is this. First water and phone number, 888-663-6386. I'm not real solid on, well, I'm solid on a few things. Uh, I'm, I'm solid on the idea that we are soul, we're not the body, we're not the mind, we're not the emotions. Solid on that one. I'm solid on reincarnation is real. As solid, believe me, it is and then uh, karma as well. So those are my solids, my real solids. And, but I'm solid on this too, is that I, I uh, with every fiber in my being, is that we create diseases, just use that as the blanket, right, in quotes, diseases. So that could do everything from canker sores to cancer, to pains, arthritis, or whatever thyroid, everything. Diseases, meaning an imbalance in the body. There's no doubt that we create these things to grow spiritually. That's why we create them. Now, how do I get there from there, and how do I connect the dots there? It's really quite logical. It's very logical. And I'm not very logical all the time, but every now and then I get lucky. Is that, is that um, I know for sure that everything that happens in the body, from rashes to everything that happens in the body, is from toxins that we take in, ingest in our air, in the food, in the water, chemicals, and then what we believe and what we think our state of consciousness, which is most of it. Cancers and all that stuff, or traumas and pretty much all that stuff. Sure, we can, we can certainly um, yeah, create cancers by getting really toxic with, I don't know, working some toxic factory and, and or glyphosates and stuff like that and round up, there's no doubt about it. But the interesting thing about everything from the outside, physical and not spiritual, is that we can detox all this stuff. So that's, it's a separate, separate thing really, even though this is what, um, this can add to the stinking thinking and worry and angst and, you know, un, um, you know, discontent, the winter of discontent and uncertainty and, uh, and all of that. Those are the things that, that um, combine with the toxins and so say you're, um, you're in fear of this or that, that works on the kidneys, right? So say you're taking in a toxin at work or regularly, um, that um, just a regular thing and you're not detoxing with saunas or coffee enemas and stuff or whatever you do, then they can, they will, it can build up in the area where you're most vulnerable 
and where we are most vulnerable is um, um, in the various organs that match the um, um, the emotion of the day. Uh, so kidneys and fear and uh, uh, heart and love and territory, um, you know, a broken heart, and then pancreas is something, I don't know what it is, but uh, the liver is anger, and then I believe the bladder is, is um, I think the bladder is, is the bladder, um, I forget what the bladder is, but all the different organs, the Chinese medicine folks figure this out. For some reason, these various uh, uh, emotions will will grad, graduate towards a, a specific organ. So then, if we have toxins and chemicals and food colorings and you know um, antibiotics from from uh, commercial meat, perhaps we're not sure about that one. I'm not too sure. There's not a lot of antibiotics in commercial meat, by the way. I'm just going to take a sidetrack here for a moment, just to let you know we're getting quite a few emails saying, you know, I can't afford. Let me see, I gotta make sure I get back to where I'm going. Um, yeah, cause, okay. Since we've been doing a more uh, uh, total meat-based diet over four months now, um, folks are emailing, saying, you know, I can't do this. I just can't afford the grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I get that, it's really expensive. Um, and, um, but, um, I don't know for sure, but if I had to bet the farm, if I were a betting man, I would say that the antibiotics and growth hormones and stuff like that are minimal of what you're going to get in. And I don't know if we get in any of them. Farmers and ranchers, believe me, they use as less amount of these as they can because they cost money and they need to make a profit. So I don't let that get you away from eating uh, more meat. That's all you can afford is Costco and and don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's, it's better to eat that than it is to all the other junk you've been eating. Carbs and sugar and whatever, processed foods. Way better. You know, I think that was all blown out of proportion. Certainly do the grass-fed and, but even... Even grass-fed people, I mean, you don't know for sure that they've never given an antibiotic to a cow when it was a year old and and then sent it to heaven when it was five. Well, you know, there wouldn't be any antibiotics left in there. These things leave the system. So, and the whole growth hormone thing, that's been overblown too. They don't do that. You know, they'll, they'll give the cows uh, corn and GMO corn and stuff like that uh, to, to fatten them up before well, on regular grain-fed beef. But most of them... Their whole life is grass-fed. Most of it is just cheaper. Um, but And we don't even know if... Uh, have you ever seen any real double-blind controlled studies proving that if you eat a GMO corn-fed cow the last four months or three months that you get GMOs in your body? I've never seen one. So I think most of it is just fear stuff and people just like to write articles because it makes a good, a good headline. Or if you eat uh, corn... No. We do everything we can, and we even get eggs, you know, where, where, the, where they don't feed the, the chickens GMO corn and no soy. I mean, why not? If you can find those people, yeah, do the best you can. But if you can't, 
Don't let that dissuade you from eating good food. Don't do it. Way better than eating food. What people call food. So, so let's go back on the idea that so we know that we are here to grow spiritually. That is the only reason we're here. I don't care whatever religion you're into, you can dig deep into it, and they're going to tell you that. Christian, Buddhist, um, Taoism, any of them. Even Catholic. Even Catholic. They're no God. I mean, that's just a deal. And that's growing spiritually when we become aware of what God is. Um, that's, what, that's why we're here. The only reason we're here. So, um, because of that, God set this thing up so we are integrated with our body, with our mind and our emotions, and what we expect in our subconscious that we stuff down in there. We're integrated for a very reason, not because God just was having a bad hair day and they set it up like that. So if you think if you think uh, weird thoughts, you're going to get sick. Let's just do that. That'll throw them. No, the re- <laughs> the reason is is so we would have a, a barometer to use. Because think about it. if we just spend our whole life being angry and fitful and and uh, resentful and uh, I don't know, ang- you know, lustful and all the you know the seven deadly sins that they as they say greedy and all that and we didn't we didn't um, we didn't have a barometer or a gauge to show us that these things aren't good for us like cancer and heart disease and low thyroid or whatever it is we would never we wouldn't get it because we would just quit doing it I mean we would just keep doing it we would just keep doing the sudden sudden deadly sins and taking people's money and if there wasn't karma we would you know, be bopping people over the head all the time and stealing their money because we humans, you know, we if we don't have a, a spiritual perspective about uh, the right thing to do, we would just be, you know, madmen. So God set it up so karma, so we we could learn that when we do something that's out of balance or out of whack with with reality, God, and the only reality, that we could learn. So we could learn. That's why it's all set up, and that's why karma exists, and that's why the body was set up, in my opinion, to exist, to reflect whatever um, our state of consciousness is. And, um, you know, people have known this for thousands of years. Chinese people have figured out that, you know, as I said, the anger and the... So this is why we, this is why we create diseases, so we can learn... So we can learn that we created them, and then when we learn that we created them, then we go, oh, okay. Well, maybe I can change the way I created that one. Maybe I can start treating people better. Maybe I can start getting rid of angry, treating my mother or my sister, my brother, or my husband or my wife or my animals better. Or maybe I could quit you know, killing people so they try to kill me, you know, the whole thing. Um, this is why we it's set up like this, so we can learn not to do it any longer. It's pretty cool, huh? So when you when you think about 
disease is like this, like I do, and I know this is right, um, uh, it, it's a, just a whole new perspective on it. So it's not like, oh man, I got sick. It's more like, hmm, something going on, I'm detoxing, I'm getting rid of something, I think I'm gonna try to figure out what it is, or just help the detox process, and then um, pay more attention to what I'm doing. You know, that idea, rather than um, I have this, and I wanna take something to get rid of this, which is pretty much what most souls go to. And uh, most of them will go to the doctor, or a hospital, or even then the natural people will go to people selling stuff to get rid of this. Take this and you get rid of that. Got too much magnesium, take this. Got too much this, take that. Which is all the whole natural field. And most of them, they're just, they're just doing the same thing, trying to get rid of something because they don't understand the game, but they're just doing it in a more natural way, which is, which is cool. Which is cool. Why not? So uh, keep in mind that when you do a blood test or you go to the doctor or whatever it is or you determine by going to Dr. Google that you have this. Oh, I have psoriasis. Or I have this. Or I have low thyroid. Or I have... I would encourage you and I, because I'm always talking to myself when I'm talking to you, do not think in those terms at all. Just let that one go. Um, I think my thyroid is mm, out of whack a little bit. I think it's out of balance. You know, my, my uh, first morning body temperature is, is lower than probably the, um, the best marker that we have, about 97.8. It's lower and I get chills and I get cold hands and feet and I got other things, and maybe I'm gaining weight, so maybe my thyroid is just not, just not hit, hitting it, right. But you don't have low thyroid. Your body's just in a process of trying to show you, tell you, hey dude, your thyroid is not happy because figure it out. And then when we figure it out, then we thyroid gets happy again, and then we um, have learned something. You know, and if I eat that, I don't know, cruciferous or whatever, if I eat this thing more, I tell you what, I don't know. It's just my thyroid is not happy. I can feel it, it's whatever. My, you know, my energy level does this and that. You know, that's where, that's where we're moving towards. For everything. That's what we're moving towards. Pretty fun, huh? And then when we we realize that we don't have anything, we don't have heart disease, we don't have high blood pressure, we don't, as everybody says all the time, hear people, then it's not a thing that's separate from us in our body that we have to fix. And generally when we try to just fix it, 
without getting to the root cause, we can do some good things that will help balance it out with herbs and acupuncture, of course, um, superfood, whatever, nutrients, whatever, whatever we have. It's a viable thing. It helps the body to feel better, and then we have more energy to look at the at the deep spiritual issues of the day. Because if we're feeling really funky and don't have the energy, I mean, it's not it's not easy to sit still and really contemplate on well, how did I what's going how did I create this? What could I be doing? Let me really really look at that. Let me look at that. Then you're really getting the good stuff. Then we are getting to the good stuff. So more people are coming to this awareness. Cowan, he's on, he's on it, Dr. Cowan. He's on it. And uh, he's been have, doing some shows on it, and I know he's on it, that all of these stuff, stuff is a detox reaction to what we just talked about, everything. We don't catch any germs, of course. We don't. Um, we don't catch anything. <laughs> anything. Nothing. We just don't. It's done. Proven. Nobody's ever proven something exists outside the body that we catch. I don't even believe. I. I, I don't even. I don't even know for sure. But Cowan and Kaufman and others have talked about the idea that. Um, this whole bioweapon idea has just been made up as well. You know, you just can't spray um, some kind of a contagion in the air, like a bioweapon, and then share it with other people. Uh, living, you just can't do it. Um, it doesn't work. You can certainly spray chemicals in the air, like chemtrails, but that's a whole different story. That might just be some aluminum or something, and your body can get rid of that, and does get rid of it. If it doesn't get rid of it, we'd all be dead, or we'd all have Alzheimer's. If if aluminum is a is a player in Alzheimer's, which I think it is, uh, we'd all be we'd all you know have dementia because they spray chemtrails a lot, and you know these there's aluminum stuff in there. You know they're trying to modify the weather and kill us, whatever whatever it is. Whatever it is, their their uh, their motive de jour is with these things, but you know you you just can't um, put out a living virus in the air like a bioweapon and people breathe it in and then share it with anybody. It doesn't work like that. A, a virus is a living thing that's in our body that uses uh, its energy to heal us is what viruses are. And they just, since well, long ago, and then Pasteur, who cooked the books on it, they just made up this whole virus thing that we catch it. 
and they've been running with that for, you know, a long time. A long time. Because it's a beautiful thing. Oh, think about it. The Medical, American Medical Association. Think about it. Oh, you caught this. Oh, I think you caught herpes. Oh, you caught AIDS. Oh, yeah. You caught the flu. You caught the cold. See what I mean? You caught COVID. Then they got something to hang their hat on. And then it's all downhill from there, right? Antibiotics, which are worthless. Bacteria is trying to heal the body, so you don't kill it. There, there are cases, I suspect, I uh, don't want to get too blanket of crazy here, because I'm pretty crazy, but there are cases where, uh, oh, let me take this call, where there are cases. I'm gonna, let me write down bacteria and pneumonia. Good morning, who's this? Hello? Hello? Yeah, you, t- you talking to me? I'm talking to you. Okay, great. Who's this? Um, uh, my name, you can call me Carrie. Okay. I was uh, calling in your radio show. Um, you're live on I got the- on the internet, then you- I decided to call back in. You're live on the air? Go ahead. Okay. I, uh, I'm looking in, I have an, uh, an elderly father, 80, or dad, 84 years old, that's got diabetes. Right. And I've been researching Dr. Jennifer Daniels in the uh, Pure Ghost Works Turpentine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I read the stuff on your webpage, and I was wanting to know, is there any way to make contact with her or some other professional that kind of guide me in treating his diabetes with that? With with turpentine, yes, yeah. I, um, um, you know, it's very. I I don't think it's Carrie. Did you say Carrie? Yes. Yeah, Carrie. I don't think she's doing any kind of personal one on one any longer. My understanding okay. is that's kind of gone. But I can kind of maybe help you a little bit here, lead you in the right direction. I don't do medical advice, so I'm not qualified to do it. I'm just talking to you as a friend, okay? Um, okay, thank uh, you. Yeah. Um, so, how? Dad is how old? Uh, how long has he been around? He's eighty-four. Eighty-four, and he does kind of the standard American diet of meat, uh, fish, eggs, potatoes, rice, whatever. Well, uh, he he almost starved himself to death about. 60 days ago, and he got sent to the hospital out of there into a skilled nursing facility, i.e. nursing home, mm. back into the hospital, back to a skilled nursing facility. Uh, they had to put a peg tube in because of the atrophy of his neck muscles where he couldn't swallow. Wow. So I'm feeding him through a peg tube. A peg and tube? I'm having, what is that? Yeah, that's where it's a tube that goes into the top of the stomach. Wow. And so we feed him a liquid diet through the peg tube. Wow. Uh, so I have him on, um, I got some hemp powder out of uh, Canada, hemp protein powder. Hemp, oh, hemp, hemp protein? With, hmm. Yeah, hemp protein powder. Okay. And I've been mixing it with uh, raw 
Jersey cow milk. Hmm. How's he doing so with that? The, How, how's he doing with that? Uh, really amazing. He's uh, huh. gaining weight now. He's able to stand up. Good for you. Um, walk with the walker. But the biggest problem I'm having is trying to get his blood sugar down. Now, I already have him off the blood sugar medi- medication. Okay. But I just need it to come down some more. Is there sugar in the hemp protein powder? No. Oh, there's not? Cool. But there is some sugars in the in the milk. Yeah. You know, he's a kind of a type 2, right? He's not on insulin. No, he's not on insulin. Okay. He was on metformin. Yeah. But metformin and the statin, one of the side effects of those is muscle atrophy. Exactly. And I think they attribute it to his throat problem. Good for you. So you're able to get him off both of those? Yes. Good Good job. And he's feeling better. How long have you been doing the stomach thing? Uh, I've had him at the house like 44 days. Uh-huh. But he's doing a lot better. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know I don't know. Yeah, he was basically bedridden. Oh wow, good for you. You know the hemp protein. I, I I don't know if I would have thought about that. You know what I would what I would add in there. I would I would definitely um, start making some bone broth. Right, get some grass fed bones if you can if you can't get the grass fed, and start making bone broth. And you can go online and they tell you how to do it. Pretty easy. And I would start adding bone broth. There are a lot of minerals. A lot of animal protein that'll help help him heal. Right. Okay. Okay. And it's inter- interesting that you mentioned that in the process of trying to figure out what the mechanism is on the, you know, the we test his blood every morning, and, and with the metformin, it was running one twenty to maybe one ninety. Wow. That was on thousand milligrams a day, right? Wow. So I got him off the special. Lucerna feed for diabetics, which was giving him 90 grams of sugar a day. I got him off of that. Wow. And off the statin and got him on this protein powder in the milk. And his blood sugar with no medications, 130 to 150. And that'll, that'll, that should come down. That should come down in time. It's got to come down if you're not right. giving him any sugar, right? Right, right. That's what I was hoping. Now, you mentioned the bone broth, so I tried an experiment two nights ago. That evening's meal, we mixed the powders with bone broth, uh, bone broth, uh, uh, okay. grass-fed, uh, organic, no GMO, blah blah blah. Oh, cool. Bone broth. Good. But the next morning, the the blood sugar, uh, the blood glucose was still the same. Well, yeah. Well, I know, but you know, it just it's it's not going to change all all that quickly. How many is there? A lot of carbs in that hemp protein carbohydrates. No. There's not. Hmm. No. So there's not any other, what, what are the ingredients? Do you know offhand? Well, I, I don't have it in okay. front of me. I can get you a picture of the label sometime and send it to you if you like. Uh, there's a website, Hemp USA. Oh, I think uh, I know that. Canada. Yeah, let me, let me huh? pull that up. I, I, I know those people. We used to actually, huh. yeah, let me see. I just want to make sure there's nothing in there. You know what I mean? That could be keeping his blood sugar up here. So Hemp USA, I'm on here now. I'm getting on. 
it's taking a while to so where would we go to um products or shop categories yes uh, shop all products all micro micro plant hemp protein powder yeah the powders okay i'm going to go to hemp protein powder shop categories hemp uh, protein powders and oil got it i'm on the hemp protein powder all right, so it's the hemp pro- protein powder got it and it's in a bag uh, it comes in, I bought uh, two five-gallon buckets of it. Wow. You bought a lot, huh? So, nutrition yeah. info, see if it's got the ingredients. So, what do we got here? Wow, it's got a lot of good stuff, man. It looks like all it is is protein powder, right? Yes, uh-huh. Huh. Carbohydrates, 25%. Oh, so it's, there's a 25 grams of 25 grams of carbohydrates per 100 grams. How much do you think you give them per day? Uh, three tablespoons per feeding, three times a day. Wow. Well, you know, that's a lot of carbs. I don't know where all the carbs are coming from. I guess just from the hemp, right? So... Well, I'm giving him raw milk. Right. But that shouldn't do... That shouldn't raise his blood sugar. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a lot of carbohydrates, and they do turn the sugar, carry. You know, all carbohydrates, okay. all carbohydrates do... But I mean, one thirty is not you know not, it's not the end of the world. You'd want it lower, but I don't think he's in, a, in any trouble with one thirty. My experience. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it's not. Um, you know, you could for fun. I don't know. Find some kind of a other protein with less carbs, and just you know just experiment, and you know do it for a week and see if the blood sugar comes down possible you know with a lower lower carbohydrate um, profile maybe even a good okay. maybe even a good organic uh, um, whey protein or um, what else I don't know there's a lot of different ones you know nose around and see if you can find something lower carbs and just see if the blood sugar doesn't come down okay. All right. that's it I now, think you're doing good the- you know also you know what you could do is you could put some raw eggs in there. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Mix the raw eggs in there to just help with the nutrient side yeah. of it? Oh, yeah, baby. They, they're they loaded, you know. A lot of right, good, right. Okay. Lot of good yeah, stuff happening with eggs, yeah. A lot of good stuff. Right. And And you could okay. even, you could even take uh, um, some meat, like a ribeye steak or, um, and, uh, and you know mix it up in a Vitamix and uh, put some of that in there too that'll help them get stronger believe me big time okay big time now this peg tube's not very big oh I mean yeah you can't plug it off it's it's only probably got an idea of one eighth yeah I I understand you just gotta get it liquid totally liquid but you can do it in a a Vitamix or a Nutribullet (laughs) Well, it sounds like you're doing good, and, and uh, 
you know, th- this thing around his neck, I, my theory is that there's nothing permanent in the body, so I would not think that that's permanent because there just isn't. And I think if you just keep uh, feeding him good food and loving him and uh, supporting him, that that's going to clear up if you got him off these drugs. I, I think it'll just start to, you know, he'll start to be able to swallow. I, I believe that. Uh, well, let me ask you one other question. What do you think about the hydrogen water? Oh, I think it'd be great. I mean, I think it'd be very good for him. If, if you can afford the machine, yeah, I get it. And you could, he, could, he could breathe it, too, which is if as long as he's not moving a lot, he could breathe it all day long, all day long. Okay. Yeah. Do you have anybody like do you own, do you own one of those hydrogen machines that's on your website? I do, and uh, there's a discount uh, one radio for twenty percent, and I do it every day, right. Carrie. Every day of my life, I drink the water and, it, and breathe it. It, and I'm doing better than I've ever been in my life. Okay, and it's it's pretty easy to operate. Very easy. I mean, you're he's at your home, right? Yeah, he's at my house, but I have to work during the day. My wife's there with him. Oh, it's not, it's it's not a problem. It's easy for her to operate. Oh, yeah. All you do is turn on the button. Once you get it, you know, you'll see a, you'll see a little thing where it says to fill it up. When you need to fill it up, uh-huh. it, it should run all day without having to fill it up. And uh, and she could fill it up with some water. It's very easy to do. And it's all explained in the, in the, um, um, in the directions that come with it. But they've done some pretty, you can go to molecularhydrogeninstitute.com or .org, I think it's .com, and look at some of the uh, peer-reviewed studies working with uh, stroke people. Uh, Many, many of this, a lot of this work is being done in Japan and China, and there's some really cool stuff happening with helping people heal from strokes just breathing the hydrogen gas. Very interesting. Oh, great. And we don't do any, you know, we don't make any medical claims with this, but it is what it is, but it's right. a food, so it's not c- trying to kill anything. It's just helping the body to get more nutrients and, and, to, and to get stronger. But definitely, if you got the budget, right. baby, I'd do it. Go for it. Because he's, like I say, he, okay. he's immobile anyway, for, and he may be for a while yet, and he can just breathe it all day long. Right, okay. And as far right. as the turpentine, I, I don't see anything, uh, I don't know, um, I guess you could. I, I I don't even know how you would get it in them, really, right now. Well, the reason I asked about the turpentine, I had a friend several years ago that was on insulin. Yeah. And she started taking the turpentine because I had showed her that Dr. Daniel stuff right. like five years ago, and she actually got off of her insulin. Just on the turpentine? So I know it. Huh? Just on the turpentine? Just on the turpentine. Well, well, shows you how much I know. Yeah, well, then can you get it in him? Do it then. <laughs> well, I could get it in him, but I don't know that I could convince him to let me do it. So I was <laughs> wondering, if I had a doctor telling him it's okay, then he would believe me. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could have him listen to some of the shows with her, and she's a doctor. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, he doesn't have any patients. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, it's because he's a patient. He doesn't have any patience. Let's see. Somebody somebody just emailed this, and let me see. It's about a feeding tube. Um, I had a neighbor in his 50s who suffered a stroke from very rigorous, severe 
Oh, something in tennis, something. He was unable to swallow. He was working, he was a working biochemist. He eschewed the special drinks. He would chew meat up in his mouth and then spit it out, chewed up, and into a container. Then he would feed the peg tube that he chewed up meat. He stayed well and was active. So did he get off of the tube? Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool too. That's a great idea. I mean, you can just chew up the meat and you get all the saliva in there and it'll taste good. And Can he chew? He just can't swallow. Right. Yeah, he can chew, he just can't swallow. Yeah. Yeah, and you can just spit it out and put it in the tube. Yeah, okay. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's I mean, the animals in the wild do that all the time, you know, with their babies. That's how they do it. Yes. Right, right. right. They chew stuff up and spit it in their mouth. Well, you're doing good, boy. He's lucky to have you around, Dad. Well, we hope we can get him back on his feet. Yeah, was he pretty active before this happened? No, he wasn't. That's one of the problems. And then, you know, as he got to where he couldn't eat or, you know, you choke on it, he just quit eating at all. And yeah. After you fast for a while, you're not hungry anymore. So he just got to where he was almost dead because of no nutrition. Wow. Yeah, baby. So, but we've already got him up walking. He can walk like 125 steps, you know, down the street and then back. He's wore out, but he is getting his mobility back. You know, I would I would really kind of move him towards a more animal-based diet as he gets going. We're just seeing so much evidence that people just do better on this and not these carbs, right? Um Right. You know what I mean? Not the carbs, because they just turn to sugar, right? All carbs turn to sugar. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yes, they I just agree. turn to sugar. So the more meat you can give them, uh, and eggs and butter, uh, fat. You know, if you can get a little fat down that tube, I wouldn't mind seeing that as well. Uh, boy, that'll help them right. feel better, you know. Well, the, the raw milk I have does not have the cream removed. Oh, good. It hasn't been skimmed. Oh, good. So you can shake it up so he's getting the cream in the raw milk. Oh, good. Oh, that's perfect. Good job. Yeah. You're doing good, man. Yeah. And where do you okay. live? You're able to get the good stuff? Did I say that again? I'm sorry. Where do you live? You're able to get the good stuff? Obviously, you're able to get it. Uh, I live out around Odessa, Texas. I see. And you can get the raw milk and things like that. It was a challenge to find it. Was it? Yes. You know, one other thing I would, I, I really would recommend on our website, we have a, we have a product called Bio Superfood. Okay. Bio Superfood. And uh-huh. it, it's, it's just jammed with essential nutrients. Just jammed. And it's from these different spirulinas, okay. you know. Um, uh-huh. um, let me see if I can read some of this here on the website. Man. It's from different. Store. It's in a store. Okay. It's, it's in our uh, on our front page of One Radio Network. Okay. There's about four different microalgaes, and these babies are full with all kinds of things: beta carotene and uh, um, carotenoids and astaxanthin and all these different vitamins and minerals. And this would be perfect for them. And it's in it's in a little capsule, you know, in a powder. Uh-huh. 
and uh, okay. four different kind of microalgaes, and it's very clean. And you could just open those capsules and put that in the liquid, and just I'd give them this a bunch every day. Okay. I, I think. Now I haven't found it yet, but it's called Bio Superfood. Bio Superfood. It's on our website, front page. Okay. Should be in our store too, but it's it's really a good product, and it's clean. They make it in a in a reactor uh, uh, where it's not any any exposure to any kind of uh, chemicals or you know bad stuff. Yeah, you can see it there towards the bottom. It's got five natural ways to dramatically increase your energy, and you click on that puppy and. Uh, Oh, I see it. Okay. Yeah. Wild yeah. superfood. Okay. Yeah, I, I would. I'd put some of that in there for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Because it's just loaded with all kinds of things, you know. Okay, we'll do. Thank you very okay, much. Okay, kiddo. Well, thanks for calling. I'm glad you called, and I hope this uh, helps a little bit. All right. Thank you. Let me know if we can help. You can email. You bet. Thank okay. you. Okay, man. There you go. Again, we don't do medical advice, and I'm not qualified or anything like that. I was just talking to a guy about his dad from stuff that I know. That's it. Speaking of hydrogen, this was from a recent guest. Recently, Dr. Al Dannenberg, who's healing from cancer, said this about hydrogen. Can I interject one thing? Whatever you want. Just about molecular hydrogen. It is an amazing technology or research. It's got over 15 years of clinical studies. It is part of my protocols. I use molecular hydrogen in high concentration. I use it in water. There are great studies with all kinds of diseases, like some of the doctors that were on your commercial that were speaking, without a doubt, it is the best discriminating antioxidant around. And it is all biologically normal. Our body uses hydrogen for almost every metabolic pathway. There is interesting research for cancer patients with molecular hydrogen. There is a very strong indication that it can be beneficial, so I use it. You know, cancer hmm. is a disease of metabolic dysfunction and mitochondrial dysfunction. That's fascinating technology. We've been using ours for three years now. If you'd like to get one, go to oneradionetwork.com, use promo code ONERADIO for a 20% discount, lifetime warranty, one year, no questions asked, money back guarantee for one year. Promo code one radio, 20% off hydrogen browns gas machine right now on oneradionetwork.com. With Daniel Vitalis and Sir Thrival, I asked you years ago if you could only have one food on an island, you pick colostrum. You still there? <laughs> it tastes so good. It's so I mean, you're still on the island delicious. taking colostrum, or would you change your choice? <laughs> 
Well, I need a couple other foods to mix okay. in with it. Uh, my probably my favorite thing to do with colostrum is I mix it with a grass-fed butter, Ooh. a little bit of maple syrup, and cacao powder. And when I mix those ingredients together, I get this thick, rich chocolate mousse, uh, which is one of the main ways that I eat the colostrum in my own house. And it's interesting because the people around me, my fiance included, usually are interested in it not because they're after the colostrum. They just really love the food that I make. So it's a way to get the chocolate's a way to get colostrum into people without them uh, even really thinking about, oh, I need colostrum for my immunity. It's a way that I can help work on people's immune systems and they just enjoy eating chocolate. Well, that sounds great. I want some. That's great. Yeah, I'm all in on that mousse thing. I have not tried that. I'm going to. There are many ways you can use colostrum. Very, very tasty. Any survival like colostrum on oneradionetwork.com. And ever since I w- I'm doing this... Uh, Almost all meat thing, dairy, butter, uh, carnivore. Uh, I've been doing the colostrum every morning more than I ever have because it just fits right in uh, with an animal food. And boy, I like it a lot. I just do it with water. I don't. I can't uh, handle a bunch of different things in there. But that's something also, Carrie. That if you're still listening, you could put, you can add some colostrum to it. It's got uh, human growth factors, all kinds of great food. So. I'm sure Dad is going to do just fine with you taking care of him. Anyway, uh, I think you'll like it. And they have uh, four different flavors. They have four different flavors of colostrum. And um, chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, and the original. The original. The original one. Any survival link on one radio network.com. Any survival link, one radio network.com. There you have it. Hmm. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is one radio network.com. Let's see, I wrote myself a note. Oh. So I could go back to where we were before Carrie called, and I found it. We're talking about the idea that bacteria um, are, are antibiotics, right? And how how they they stop the process. Uh, this is so cool. I mean, once you really understand how this works, your whole your whole idea on um, viruses and bacteria just change because. It's nothing like we've been told. I'm shocked. Doctors are taught that bacteria infections are trying to kill you, so take an antibiotic. Um, And it's not true. It's just not true. There's no evidence to that. Bacteria is there to clean up uh, debris. So if you have a strep throat, the bacteria is in there trying to eat up damaged tissue that got screwed up because who knows? All the above, the, the way we cause disease, toxins or poisons or bad food, bad thinking. And um, I mean, you could even create problems in your throat by not speaking your truth to people. And that's how the thyroid also gets lowered. See how cool all that is? So the bacteria goes in there and say, well, we got to clean things up. And then when they go to clean things up, that's when the pain starts and things are sore 
because the bacteria is eating the damaged tissue. And then we say, oh man, I got a sore throat, I'm gonna go to the doctor. And they tell you you've got strep throat, which is just a made up word. And then they give you a bacteria or they give you an antibiotic and that kills the healing process because it kills the bacteria and you feel better, right? Because it stopped the healing process. So you feel better and you think the antibiotic cured you when it didn't, it just made it worse. Because if you still got a problem in your throat, it's going to come back. Because it's got to get rid of that. Same thing works with the lungs, with pneumonia, and uh, everything else in the body. Now, I was going to do a caveat for um, uh, antibiotics. There's been cases, and I'm sure there's been cases in, in very emergency situations where antibiotics actually saved somebody from dying. There's no doubt about it. Because they're at such poor shape, right? Maybe they have pneumonia, they can only breathe and they're about ready to die because the bacteria is trying to clean up the lungs and the person's not gonna go through that. They're probably not even strong enough to, to do the healing process properly, like we've just described, and the antibiotics uh, will go in and kill the healing process and they'll stay alive. So. You know, you don't want to throw the baby out of the bathwater with these antibiotics, but these are rare cases when it will save your life. Um, and there are cases of that. So I always like to add that caveat in there. Well, that's interesting where he, um, this fellow knew somebody that actually did turpentine um, that helped her with her blood sugar thing. I'm not sure why that would be, but... Um, I don't know. But if it did, well, try it. 